Welcome to Jesus Christ Teaching Ministries on the Signs, Wonders, and Miracles produced by Dorothy Carruthers. My name is Apostle James Vivian. Our today's lesson will be out of Mark, the 11th chapter, and we'll be talking in, uh, in the context of how to get your prayers answered and understand when you don't get them answered right away. The Bible tells us that God hears all our prayers, but he is still God. That means he picks and chooses the ones he will answer. You can't earn anything with God. You can't say, well, I'm so religious that God's going to bless me with answering my prayer and stuff. The thing is, the Bible tells us how to understand how God operates. And that one of the ways is through the mind. And it says very clearly that unless the Lord builds the house, the labor labors in vain. It is not talking about a house. It's talking about the way you think, that your brain is a uh, connector to the supernatural. Your mouth is a way of vibrating to bring in the supernatural. You have to have the antenna and the microphone open to have us a conversation with the most high God, or we call him the creator. And he decides on what he will do and what he won't do right then. It's not that he ain't going to answer your prayer, but he wants to develop who you are here on this earth. You have to understand God has rules. And one of the rules were that, uh, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things will be added to you. So in other words, what does it mean by righteousness? What does it mean uh, first? What does it mean kingdom? These things you have to settle in your mind that he's talking about our mindset. That's why it says, let this mind be in you that was on in Christ Jesus. And there is what we call a measure of faith. Faith means trust. You have to develop your trust with God so God can develop the trust with you. Once you start to understanding that, if God answers your prayer, you'll say, that's good. If God doesn't answer your prayer, you'll still say, that's good. The more you understand that you're here to learn how to handle situations, and the way you handle it is when you hear the word of God, which is the spirit of God, activating the thought life in your mind. And that's why we're going to mark the 11th chapter, because I'm going to show you how to activate that part. I'd like to say hello to uh, uh, Deborah Ross. I see she's on the thing here. And as we turn it over there, to, as I say, Mark, the 11th chapter, and the uh, 22nd verse. Mark, the 11th chapter, and the 22nd verse. The reason we, we start off there, because the 11th chapter is a, uh, well, let me put uh, a sign. What is that sign? It shows you the 11th letter of the Hebrew alphabet. 
And the 11th letter of the Hebrew alphabet is called Kuf. And what does that mean? It means wheel. Uh, you have to understand everything. As I told you, I'm giving you an understanding that where you can use this as you start to develop your trip or your uh, journey with the word of God. So it shows you the 11th chapter, which, as I told you, it means the wheel. And the 22nd verse represents the last letter in the Hebrew alphabet, which means the uh, cross or the closing or the seal. Like the Bible talks about the seals in the Bible. That's what it's talking about. Well, here's the way to understand the signs, the wonders, and the miracles. All right, as I said, we're starting at uh, the 22nd verse. And it says, And Jesus answered, saying unto them, Have faith in God. Now, everything that God says, which is Jesus, is a very uh, way of understanding how the kingdom operates. So when it says, Have faith in God, then it's, it, this, is, this is the road. And the faith is called trust. Then it says in God, which means the word. Have faith that the word will work. Okay? Well, I don't see it saying word. I don't see it saying trust. Listen, the Bible tells you that God conceals a matter. He hides things. And those that diligently seek him will able to understand from a different level of what the scriptures are saying versus what it's trying to give you an understanding. So it says this, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he says shall come to pass, he, ha he shall have whatsoever he says. What does that mean? Mountain, be removed, cast in the sea, doubt not in his heart. It's a way of getting your mind to think. The Bible tells us, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. It doesn't say Jesus Christ, it's Christ Jesus. Why? Because it's trying to teach you how to get your prayers once you pray up then you wait for the answer to come down. Everything is a cause and effect. The cause is that when you uh, speak a thing, you're vibrating words into the atmosphere, which is picked up by the creator. And the creator makes a decision to say whatever comes from the top goes to the bottom. Cause an effect. God is the creator. He is the cause. The effect is when he speaks things into existence. All right. That's why we call him the creator. So it says, so whatsoever you shall say. It didn't say what God says. It says whatsoever you shall say. And be thou removed. In other words, the word mountain is another word for kingdom. You have two major kingdoms. You have the kingdom of righteousness and you have the kingdom of unrighteousness. Everything has a positive and a negative to it. Once you understand that, 
you'll start seeing things differently. Like if you uh, cut a, a magnet in half, which one would be the positive and which one would be the negative if you cut it in half? The thing is, you have no way of understanding how it operates. The creator created it. That's why I tell people, don't try to figure things out. You'll not be able to. If you can explain how a magnet, if you cut it in half, is the exact same thing and uh, the other one, and you keep slicing and keep slicing and keep slicing, when does it change from negative to positive? That's what I'm saying. God has created everything we don't have to understand except for the rules. And the rules are very simple. Once you learn these parts, the other rules are very easy to learn. And that is, is uh, be thou removed and cast in his feet and shall not doubt in his heart. That's the, the mind. That's why it says, uh, I beg you by the mercies of God that you present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto to, to the Lord, which is your reasonable or your beginning or the way you need to begin to think. He says, but be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing or changing or elevating of your mind. Once your mind is starting to go up the path of elevation, you will start seeing things in a different way, and you will treat people in a different way. But there's some people going to work your last nerve and everything, cause you to the uh, panic. They're going to cause you to be angry. They're going to cause you all kinds of things. But you got to remember, it is not the people. It's the magnetism that's in that person. Right now, you're probably being tested, and you're going through a negative time. Don't worry. For every negative, there is a positive. For every up, there is a down. Life is made of ups and downs because of the magnet, which is in everybody. Now, I say you don't have to understand everything. I'm just telling you, this stuff is real. Just like when you fight with demons. People say, well, I don't believe in demons. Well, probably because you got one in you, and that's why you don't believe. You're running negative. You stay around people that are negative, and you will not be able to receive the things that God is giving to you from the positive. It's something you have to develop. And you develop it by reading scriptures like what we're reading right now and understand that the Bible is made of metaphors, is hidden meanings, and the more you learn, then the more you will teach somebody. And when you start to teach somebody, you will learn more. The more you teach, the more you'll learn. The more you learn, the more you're able to help others. And then when you learn the true meaning of of what they call the commandments, then you'll see everything works out perfectly to God's will in our life. That's why we back to 11. Kuf means will, all right? So here it is. It says, that last part, he said, he shall, uh, whatever he says shall come to pass. Then it says, therefore I say unto you, the 24th verse, therefore I say unto you, Whatsoever you desire, when you pray, when you speak, when you vibrate, when you create 
words that enter into the spiritual, supernatural world. Believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Well, you got to remember, in the spiritual realm, there is no such thing as time. So the time you ask for something, it's maybe already created, just waiting for you to catch up with the time it's supposed to happen. I've talked to uh, some people that have started businesses and stuff, and they didn't realize why everything is going bad. Why is it not doing what it should be? Then they they caught a, a, a glimpse of what the teachers or what the Bible's teaching, plus the world teaches it. If you understand that there's positive and negative on everything, the world teaches you when you want something bad enough, when you focus on the one thing and not doing a bunch of things, then you'll move, you'll move away from these two demons that come at you. And these two demons is called misdirection and distraction. And they run around with a spirit named sabotage. So think about it. Every time you try to get something done, something comes along to distract you. All of a sudden, you, 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 you're thinking everything is working perfectly at one time, and what happens? Then comes sabotage. Those are the two weapons he uses, misdirection and distraction. You've got to use the power of the Holy Spirit, which is to focus on what the Word is saying. What is it teaching? It's teaching you how to focus in and create. Because we're co-creators. I know people don't want to believe that too, but it, it is. We are co creators of our own realities. If I think something wrong, I am creating if I speak it. That's why you have to be careful in what you say. Well, God hasn't answered my prayer. Well, there it is. You're saying God hasn't answered your prayer, and he probably won't answer your prayer because you don't have trust that he will. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Trust comes by hearing the word of God. The word of God builds what they say, the house. It builds the understanding. It'll bring in a spirit called wisdom. And wisdom and understanding produces a spirit called knowledge. The spirit is already there, but it gives you a chance to access it or enter into that part to where it starts to give you the knowledge to create the things that you need and the patience. That's why the Bible has the book called the book of Job. It shows you patience. Then God will do what he said he will do. All right, let me keep on going here. Because there are rules. As I say, there's rules to the kingdom. And it says that when you stand praying, forgive. A lot of times we stop our gifts from operating or the prayer from being answered because we have to realize we have to forgive ourselves. We have to forgive others. Well, what happens if they don't apologize? You need to start forgiving others in your mind before they even ask. If they don't ask, you're supposed to rebuke them 
Let them know what they've done wrong. And if they want to say forgive, forgive them. I don't care if it's a, a 10 times in a day. Forgive them. And they know they're doing wrong. But if they come back and speak, you remember I told you everything is by the vibration or the speaking and your antenna up so that you can hear the word of God. And the word of God says, when you stand talking or praying to him, learn to have forgiveness in you. If you have ought against any, you have any problems against anybody, and as I tell you, there's some people, boy, they'll work your last nerve, but you're supposed to have it in your mind to forgive before they even ask, before they even start. Then it says uh, that your Father, which also in heaven, may forgive you of your trespasses. As all of us have trespassed God's law. All of us have had uh, times when we miss what God wants us to do, and we up there doing the things we want to do instead of what God wants to do. All right, now I'm going to slow it down here because I want to see if everybody's able to hear and uh, are you able to speak. So I'm going to open up the number for uh, the last three, last four, three, four, four, four. I want to see if you're on the air. Can you hear Hello? me? Yes. Yes. All right. I just want to make sure I'm getting out. Is there any questions you want to ask? Mm, I don't have anything right now. Okay. All right. I'm going to see about how to mute it again, and then I'll continue on. I see. Did that work? I don't know. I think, can you hear me? Yeah. Some reason, um, I pushed one on my keypad, but the hand won't go down, so I don't know what's going on with that. Let me see if I do this and see what happens. Nope, that didn't do anything. How about this? If you, put, if, if you me, hit the... Are you there? Yeah. You said if I hit the, and, and then you didn't say anything. If you hit the headphones, I think the headphone, okay. That'll mute me, uh, but it won't take the hand down or anything. If there's a hand up. Okay. All right. Can you hear me now? Okay. Let me see if I can open it again here. Okay. Now can you talk? Yeah, I hear you. Okay. All right, then I'll just continue on the teaching here. There's nobody else on here, but at least it gives me a chance to practice this way. All right. Let me try one more time on this. And that should do it. All right. It says uh, number 26, but if you do not forgive, neither will your father which is in heaven, forgive you of your trespasses or the times you've been wrong, the times you have wronged others, the times you have backbit, backbite somebody, the times you have uh, taken advantage of someone. Well, God knows my heart. Yes, he knows your heart. And that's why when it says that uh, the Bible says that our heart is uh, 
mistrust, uh, selfishness, all things that's for yourself instead of for others. Because I'm going to teach you all the rules of the kingdom. This is what will get you your blessing. And it says, and they came again to Jerusalem, and as they were walking into the temple, there came to him the chief priests and the scribes and the elders. And they said unto him, by what authority thou do these things? And who gives thee this authority to do these things? What is the word authority? It means name. What is the word name means authority. What is authority and name? It means power. He was talking about a spirit thing. That's why when the Bible says God has not given us a spirit of fear, that's a a spirit. Intimidation, uh, panicking all the time. uh, uh, What is that thing they call it? It starts with a uh, anxiety and stuff. When God has not given us that kind of a spirit, but he gave us power. Power means authority. Yes, authority and power sounds close together, and it's just like I tell anybody. Everything is a thin line, positive and negative. Keep thinking about a, a, a magnet. You can keep cutting it down, but it was not changed. The one end to the other, and how far will it go all the way down? You don't have to understand it to operate it. All you know is you pick up the one part of it, hold it over another part, and it's the opposite direction, and it'll pick it up. If you put them both the same direction, then they repel each other. Negative repels negative and positive repels positive. But only when you reverse them, when it's negative and positive together, will they work. All right, let's keep on going here. So he says, uh, the 28th verse, and it says, by what authority? And I told you authority means name. And then he said, who gave thee this authority? Name. All right. And Jesus answered and said unto them, I will, ask, I will also ask you one question and answer me. And I will tell you by what authority or what mean or what power I do these things. The baptism of John. Was it from heaven? Are of men. Answer me. What he was trying to talk about cause and effect. An effect. So they were asking, how did you do this? How do you learn these things? How do you get power? He said, you answer my question, I'll answer yours. When he told John was told to baptize, was that came from the positive, which is up another level in what we call heaven, or did it come from the earth? Some people say, okay, uh, we want you to baptize in the name of this or name of that or just in the authority. And they reasoned among themselves, said, if we shall say from heaven, from positive, he will say, then why do you not believe him? But if we shall say of men, negative, the fear of the people, for, uh, for the fear of the people, all men, kind of John, that he was a prophet indeed that means he came from the positive he was spoken by the word how do we know because in the beginning of john it says uh there was a man sent from god and that man was john 
He existed in the beginning. But what beginning? In the beginning of God's plan. Everything is written in a book. It has rules. If you understand the rules, you will change things in your life. All right, let me finish this thing up here. And uh, 33rd, and they answered and said unto Jesus, we cannot tell. And Jesus answered and said unto them, neither do I tell you by what authority, what power I do these things. We know what he did it by, by the power of the most, most high God. He did it by vibration, frequency, and sound. Everything is done by that. And there's nothing that will ever change. Now, two rules of the kingdom that will help you. First rule is love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Can you separate your heart, soul, and mind? Don't try to figure it out. I'm trying to tell you these things exist. But your job is to sit there and say, Lord, whatever you tell me, I will say. That's what we call a prophet or a prophetess. They speak what God says. They take the position that God is speaking through them. It's just like playing baseball. You have a baseball bat. Does that baseball bat make you? No. When that ball comes across that plate, and you take that bat and you swing and you hit that ball. Is that bat you? No. It's only operating according to your body holding that bat to connect with that power that's coming towards you and using a more powerful thing to move that ball away. So you cannot understand everything about the Word of God. It it hides itself, but you can operate in it without understanding it. Just like turning on a TV set with a remote control. Do you have to be a mechanic to learn how to turn the TV on with a remote control and how it operates? No. All you know is if I push this little red button, the TV will come on. If I push another button that says volume, the volume will go down. If I push another button where it says CH channel, it will go up. But you don't have to understand how it operates. Now, as I told you, the rules is to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second one is to love your neighbor as thyself. Now, selfishness will always ask the question, well, who is my neighbor? That's why the Bible says what it does. And Jesus had to explain what is, uh, what is, what is the true neighbor. Neighbor. neighbor and that is the one who helps somebody else. So the other word that explains the scriptures is that do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Don't do something to somebody else that you don't want done to you. So the more you understand that, the more you put the practice at, and then all of a sudden you'll start seeing that God is blessing you beyond your measure, we're here by, as I say, the word called grace. We're here by God's giving you favor. Does everybody get faith? Everybody get favor? Does everybody? Listen, 
it operates that God does what he wants to do. And as you'll start to learn to do those two, that the two things I taught you just now, to love God, who is God, the word. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. God is the word. Learn that you don't have to understand everything, but you have to operate according to the antenna in your brain that received the incoming words of God. That's why it says, uh, Jesus told him that the Holy, uh, Holy Spirit would come back and the Holy Spirit would uh, repeat the things that he hears in your mind. So if I want something, I pray first. I speak into the atmosphere. I speak to the beholder. I speak to the creator. And once I speak to the creator, I stop. There's so many people that stop their prayer and they continue to pray and they pray and pray and pray. And God be speaking and they don't hear God because they're too busy trying to tell God what they want and how it should come. Instead of letting them be quiet, that God can speak back and tell you, this is what I want you to do. Everything does not come from the supernatural. A lot of times God wants us to walk this balanced life that we're here. Because if he wanted supernatural, we'd be out of here. But he wants us to learn to appreciate things. And how do we appreciate it? Like the, uh, the, the ten leopards. Jesus healed all ten of them. But only one came back to thanking. And that's when he got totally set free. Only one came back to thanking. He learned to appreciate what was happening for him. There were all these people at the pool of Bethesda. And it's only one person that Jesus talked to about in the scriptures. And he said, will you be made whole? And the man almost missed his blessing because he's steady talking. Before I can get in, somebody else is coming. You know, listen, learn to be simple. Learn to be short in your prayers. Because much praying ain't getting you nowhere. It's learned to be focused on what you're needed to speak. Because he said, uh, my God shall supply all of your desires. No, this is all of your needs. There is a time, once you get past the need to understanding of knowing that you don't control nothing, that you just pray your uh, what's on your mind and let God do the rest, that he's the one that's building the things for you, that all of a sudden the power of God will start changing the way you think. I don't know how more simple I can get that to be. But anyway, as I said, the second thing, as I said, to move into the thing is to realize you've got these three spirits that's fighting against you. Those are the three main ones. And that is distraction, misdirection, and sabotage. Once you get those understanding in your mind that, hey, these are negative, 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 and they have other powers and stuff behind them, but start learning to fight the strong man. Find out which is the strong man that's attacking your mind. That's where the war is at, in your mind. Once you decide that, then start 
with a plan. And what is the plan? The word of God. Start with Psalms. Start with Proverbs. Start with Ecclesiastics. For there's weapons in there. You don't have to understand how to operate, but you do know how to speak. Psalms 91, he who dwells in a secret place, secret place, secret place. What is the secret place? It is in the mind. Everybody has a place to go to in your mind that you'll be able to hear once you pray and that you don't get all the negatives out of the way, that you learn to pray and ask specific questions of what you want. That's why Jesus said, okay, you asked me a question, now I'm going to ask you a question. And that is to understand that God is, as I said, he is the creator, he is the provider, and his word is, is will not come back void if you learn to do the, the rules I told you. One more time, I'll go over the rules again. You love God, love your neighbor. Do under, under your neighbor the same thing you would do under you. In other words, don't do something wrong to him or her that you don't want done to you. Because as some people say, uh, what's the word? In, uh, you reap what you sow. If you, but I've been doing good things to people. But how long have you been doing good things to people? Were you always doing good things? No. So don't expect the crop to come up overnight. It's not put the seed in the ground and then it's there the next day. It takes time to grow. And we have to water that seed, which is the word of God, with the other words of God. That's why we use the word water. Water is a Hebrew word for mim. And that's why it says by the washing of the word. It's said by the understanding that you don't understand, but you're living by grace and mercy and be happy. I ain't got to work my way into the kingdom. The kingdom is working its way toward me. All right. I'm opening it up to Mike now. Anybody got any questions or comments to say? You hold up, uh, you push one, and I'm going to see how this thing works. And it should let me know. Uh, I see something that says whole time. I don't know what that means. But it's uh, 816-558. I'm going to open up your mic and see if you can hear me. Oh. 816-558. Can you hear me? Guess not. Okay, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna open another mic here. I'm gonna go to eight one six eight eight five, and let me know if you can hear me. Now I got yours I open. Okay, there's a part down here that says holding time, and I don't understand that. I don't know. Okay, no problem. Well, as I said, the main thing is that uh, this has been broadcast, and if you don't have any questions or any comments to say, because I'm, as I said, I gave you, I put it over the broadcast, what they need to do to get blessed. 
They follow the instructions. And you got to figure it out. It says we got about 23 minutes left, and I'm I'm about to disconnect unless you got something to say or something to say or teach. Oh no, I don't have anything. Okay. As I said, I don't know who this number is. Eight one six five five eight. Are you there? No, they're not saying anything. Oh, it says it's holding time. Did you um, hear when you uh, um, clicked on their mic, did it say unmuted? Let me see here. Let's try again. Now it's starting to do. Let's try again. Uh, 816-558, are you there? Yeah. Oh, oh, said, I'm one of these people that believe when the Holy Spirit stopped teaching, I stopped teaching. So there's nobody asking any questions. There's no more comments. I'm getting ready to sign on out of here. All right. Well, this is Jesus Christ Teaching Ministries, Signs, Wonders, and Miracles. We came to the uh, Mark, the 11th chapter, and we started with the 22nd verse. I explained to those that were there that 11 means will and 22 means seal. The will is sealed by those verses that that was spoken about if you will not doubt in your heart. I've seen people at our church pray for people that were sick and see them getting healed. Why? Because it wasn't about them. It was all about the person. And they were able to focus. They only had to focus for a fraction of a second because it said if you have this, the faith of a mustard seed, and it talks about being little, but it's also talking about the mustard seed being time. If you can focus for a, a, a brief second and really hold on to it, then that's when the miracles start to come forth, signs, wonders, and miracles. All right, until next week, I'm about to sign out. This is Apostle James Vivian and uh, Prophetess Deborah Ross, and you have a blessed day, and I'll talk to y'all later. Thank you. God bless. God bless.